Loud and Proud Champions brought to you by Defy Sports Apparel and RD Credit Union. Coverage is also brought to you by Smiths of Drogheda. The final four are known. Hell of a weekend's quarter final action. This is episode 214. I'm going to get into all that draw reaction, power rankings, and wrapping up that whole weekend. And maybe a bit of Garth Brooks kicked in also. But first, Oasis. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> absolute drama. Extra time at the very end of the game today. Just, yeah, just topped off a, a hell of a weekend. A, an absolute slog of a weekend. And that, that kind of goes into my, my theory. I always have a nice theory for you on a Sunday, the free podcast. And it's looking like the way the way the things are working out, especially in intermediate and junior, you're going to be playing in like three games in 21 days, or maybe less, to, to win your competition out. And even if a senior, you know, you have an extra week for the, for the final. So if you make it through, like, it is going to come down to squad. We've seen players go off today with the, with the attrition that has been induced on the players that are um, being pushed through the ringer. Is that going to have a factor on the championship? Who has the freshness? Who has the luck with not getting injuries? Who has the squad depth? come in out interchange them out come bring lads on we've seen Shane O'Hanlon come back on tonight for example will teams be more creative will they start players and try and finish and hold others in reserve is the lads not fully right they can just do a job it's 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 going to be it's going to come down that way you can just see it the way it's tightening up and players have to be thrown in and it's just then it comes down to like a bounce of the ball and the will of the player that's left on it and maybe that's just that extra bit of fitness might just Keep the head a little bit more cooler and make the right decision. And then look at if you if you get if you get a chance to rest your players if you're in the luxury position of being far ahead. But I don't think that is possible in the final four of the competitions, you know. And I mean, you, there, there's no holding ba- back in the semi final because they're, they're harder one nearly than a final to get into the final. You, because you lose a semi final, it's more good because at least if you got to finally get to experience it semi-finals are empty they're there just to be won I'm going to get into all the cliches now but will they be won with that attritional factor going down to your squad depth a lad comes in out of nowhere maybe lads start oh yeah it's just it's just all hotting up the draws we made tonight and um, with the senior it's already are going to take on the Martins that's my number one and number two team facing off the Blues will take on the Jairs I who um, I had them down as seven. I had the Pats fourth, and it, it, it tended to be right because they really rattled the Martins, and they were probably just ahead. Of, they would have beaten the Jairs or the Feckins that they played tonight. Um, but yeah, so that's the semi final. So that's intriguing. I'll be previewing all those games. I'm gonna I'm gonna preview each and every grade um, semi finals during the week. So probably three podcasts on the previews during the week and. A Red Star podcast. Well, thanks for all your nominees. If you're hearing this now on the Monday, keep sending them in. I'll record it um, on Monday and get them in. And then Hunterstown, they take on Cooley. That's one and two. I have Kevin's and Roach are in, in the, the lower there. They're not that far off. Kevin's, I have them fourth, Roach sixth. So they're the final four teams left. And oh, I, I want to get into matchups and talk about like the potentials and venues and all that as well to be yet to be decided after the draw but 
yeah like there's going to be skin and hair flying in those and look at maybe squad big squads are getting through as well and uh, Finn Barrett and Stabana are going to face off against each other again they, they had a hell of a game probably the early game of this championship the way they, the way we talked about and we spoke about the Stabana and leaving that one behind them against the Finn Barrett and that, that's going to be a hell of a game then Lanlear and Glide then they're going to take on the Tones so the Tones are there. I think that's their first semi-final in ni- since 1993 not 93 years but since 93 so nearly 30 years ago since the Tones got the semi-final so that just shows the progression they're making Lanlear play Glide on Tuesday that's going to be a humdinger of a game there's loads of relegation games on next weekend uh, sorry, this week, right through the start of the week, you have Matt Rangers and Dreadnoughts, you have the O'Connells and uh, the O'Connells and the Plunkets are on, that's the Tuesday, is it? Yes, and then the other game is the senior one between the Moctis and the Gales. They're both on at 8 o'clock, and then Kilcarley and Kilcarley and the Rattlies play on Wednesday. So they'll know then, and then... Uh, They'll probably go to follow midweek then after that for the relegation final. So plenty of stuff happening. Ple- teams knocked out today. Straight into the to the senior because it's fresh in my mind. And I'd say that it's fresh in the feckin's mind. I just feel so sorry for Niall McDonald um, for just doing the kick out transpired at the end. But he even made that save on Conor Rafferty. But Rafferty couldn't be denied in the end in that last gas winner. Like pure drama. Similar to Armand Galway. Like... It kind of crescendoed the game was kind of building slowly. Both sides failing to get away from each other. Your goals from um, Niall Devlin, Ryan Walsh, John McCrohan getting a goal for the chairs, Ben Garland getting a goal as well, and Ron Holcroft gets a penalty in injury time as well. And then Laskas equalised to bring it to extra time from Brian Cafferty. <clears throat> and then the Feckins don't learn the lesson and get caught on a last gasp goal at the death as well you know and it, the Feckers looked to have it they looked to have it in control they had everything sorted they were playing well they were they dominated they dominated the game you know and it's just just, just the way it transpired that they just hung in there the jerseys they were dogged they were fit they were athletic and yeah the goals got them over the line they, they, they never said die attitude to be fair to them and then with like with with the games going on, you, you kind of sense it was going closer and closer to a shock, and that's the way it certainly looked like in the tour game of the day with the Pats. It looked like they were going to get a, they were going to get a late goal or a late winner. They nearly got a a, a free to let to, to draw at the end, but they didn't. And it was the 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 Martins that, that hung on. They're not they're not playing right at, at the level where they have been, but they're still winning. They're still there. They're still going to be very... They are very, very hard to beat. And that game will stand to them. Again, the Pats. Getting over that. It's, it, I tell you what, it's, it, it brings you on. It shows you. It strengthens your kind of tightness in the group. And that you really, really still want to win. And, and it shows that you can dog out a, a tough game like that when things aren't going for you. And then with the other one, the, the other one just before that the Blues getting over the line as well getting goals at the right time Robert Carr once again immense like a finisher and, and that second half goal when he finishes at the end of a lovely mood, move Kieran he sprays the ball diagonally across John Kermode 
palms it down to Robert Carr runs through and it's such a good finish it's so underrated he got them over the line today first half goal from Alan Connor a bit of a sh- I don't know where it went the goals came at the right times because the Joes were really pulling up to them playing very well Gabriel Bell got a goal got a, got four points I have a theory on that um, I want to talk about with, with Gabriel Bell and Andy McDonald. I'm going to talk about that in the Red Stars podcast <coughs> and then where where else am I then I'm thinking then with Colin McCall playing well and you kind of thought right the Joes are really in this game it's getting kind of like competitive and there's a bit of needliness they're um, it's a healthy sort of like lads rubbing shoulders with each other and going at it and it shows the potential in the Joes to have that ceiling that higher ceiling and yeah they pushed on uh, the, the Blues and just got over like Conor Browning comes off the bench and really 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 impactful you know, when, when you consider the forwards are missing the blues, that that get him back in, involved could be an absolute master stroke. And then with the first game of the day, RD, they seem to get those early morning, early slot windows in the in the championship. They played all the early games so far, um, in the Bannon and early on again the um, the in the Grove against the uh, the Gales and. Uh, they, they sleepwalk through it, you know. And to be fair, the brides played very well at times. They led early doors. Emma Kirk was exceptional, taking marks and, and giving them that bit of leaf, belief and scoring. Sean Murray as well, spraying the ball around. But the Marys, you know, they looked to be sort of like sleep. They hit three goals in the first half when they really ramped it up and they're under pressure. Carl Gillespie, Tom... Uh, Jackson and the third one from Darren McConnell. Yeah, they just, you know, they're nearly like minding themselves. That could be crucial. Or maybe like they haven't been fully, fully, fully put to the pin of the collar just as yet. But I tell you what, the brides are, are plucky, um, very, very solid. And they're really, you know, they're, they're, they've come a long way from getting up to intermediate, staying senior, and being a really, really competitive senior side. So, so that, that really wraps up the. Um, that wraps up the senior grade. We're gonna now. I'm gonna go into the. Uh, gonna go into the senior or to the junior now. Stabana controlled the game so much on Friday night. They, they bamboozled the Mitchells. The Mitchells couldn't just could not get going. They snuffed out the targets. They blocked up the avenue. The Mitchells were reduced to three points. On the other side, it was uh, very composed. Uh, Stabana uh, with 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 um, Harry Bartley coming into form finding form at the right time quiet through the group stages and set the world alight then in that win with Sean Reynolds as well um, and then the tones very business like you know getting the job done in Clutterhead over like to be fair to Westerns Terence Sweeney comes off the bench gets 1-1 like they made it more respectable in the second half with the tones kind of Sad off, you had um, Chris Cutton finding the back of the net, and who was the other one? Was it Niall, Niall Smith? He got the other one as well. So the tones, they have a team that have a big squad, loads of players come in, loads of options there, and they won't fear, they won't fear Lanlear or Glide either. You know they've good battles with Lanlear the past couple of seasons, and um, Glide maybe not so much. Wouldn't be as familiar with each other, but yeah. And they'll have a chance to look at that game on Tuesday and line them up. So they 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 got the job done. They did, they got probably they obviously got the kindest draw. And then the second kindest draw was probably the Malachis being drawn for the Finbar. But I tell you what, the Malachis put it up to them. 
really did put it up to him. Um, Shane Rogers, there's a bulldozer on the back, pitching Roach, and they, they took inspiration from that to lead early on. Himself and Powerick Moley did rightly. They are sticky, they're, they're only trailed by a point and a half time. Tore a little bit off it from the freeze and the final ball in. And just a little bit off colour, probably that weight of expectation on them. Jack Butterley didn't start, he comes on in the second half, gets an early goal. Conor Begley was unlucky, the ball, he was so. Just the presence of Jack there kind of spooked him, he got out in front of him, did the right thing, didn't grasp the ball, left the ball behind him, but Butterley gets and slots it by Paul Burke, who was quite good actually in the in the Maliki goal. So, um, I'll be going through all the red stars as well, continue to send them in. Um, you know, two. It's going to be tough to pick two again this weekend. But yeah, Jack Butterley gets one, two when he comes in off the bench and look to get over the line. And that's maybe what it's all about. They usually have a scare or two, Finbar, uh, along the way. They did the last time they won it. So well, maybe that's the omen they're looking for as well. And there's no point playing really, really well and getting to a final. Or getting, yeah, and, and leaving it behind then at the final. Get, get, just get through the rounds. Get up there. But uh, yeah, it's still a 16-8, uh, like 1-13 to 8 double score win for the tour and a gas and men. Um, yeah, and they'll be they'll be relishing playing Stavallon as well. They'll have a couple more men back that didn't play that day and they'll, they'll want to prove that right once again. So yeah, look, I, I don't want to get it, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself and, and, and spoil the previews, but you can just see all these kind of stories and narratives and all that starting to be spun already so yeah yeah can't wait um the uh i, I wasn't at admission a full dis- disclosure here on on the podcast we're all friends now at this stage on the champ pod um, if not sign up patreon.com forward slash loud and proud i was not able to go to any of the intermediate games on the saturday i was in crow park i was in the middle of the field of crow park and uh Gart brooks put on a hell of a show to be fair to him uh, and it's so weird being in the middle of Crow Park looking back at the amphitheatre and seeing Crow Park from the middle of the field <laughs> it only took Garth Brooks to get me on the field um, to see the you know, to see the pitch and the way it's lit up and it's very very proud that it's a GA thing that he's coming to see and fill out that's like the stands are all full so that's 80,000 there and whatever was on the pitch so serious crowd serious performance by Garth playing the edge of the square um, I'm going to go with a couple of puns, get a few Garth Brooks puns in, in in as many as I can, because I just like the um, the results. Like the hunters trying to just get the job done, you know. When there's a dance on, they do it, you know. And they uh, they got the goals. The Bournes is just applying, and the Thunder rolls, and the Clans are just unlucky with with Billy. Just those counter-attacking teams that Hunterstown have established themselves on and punching that counter-punch to do it so well and they're so efficient hitting the nail on the head and they get right through there so three goal winners and I'll be watching I'll be watching that game back watching hopefully other games back as well and I'll have a full red star disclosure but I got a lot of help from a lot of you and getting results in that throughout the day the Kevins as well if tomorrow never comes um, for the Irelanders, I don't know. The the Peter McStravery gets the gold, kind of shirk the Kevin's, but um, Lee Crosby wasn't standing outside the fire. He was nailing score after score. A couple of the Mahers really stepping up as well again as they have do have done all season. Um, so they they're 
Thunder rolling as well into the into the semi-finals and playing good stuff as well. No one will want them. And Roach certainly didn't want them in the draw either. But then look at Roach have got there. They ain't going down till the sun comes up. The way they're playing, they uh, were rattled by the Glen Emmons when they got the goal. They see the let teams back into it, and uh, yeah, they just they just they just have that knack of just getting ahead, riding the pressure, soaking up all the. Uh, all the kind of looseness in the play, which was what makes them entertaining, you know, that, that they allow teams to come back in. They don't play with that tight control. Barry O'Hare was excellent again. Glenn Stewart around the middle of the field and Liam Daw, you know, and look at it, it's, it's developing nicely for Oaks. Like I mentioned War of Attrition, that they have a nice panel there. They can get the bodies in, they can train and they can go at it. And maybe that's the secret to the success and it might just, might just be enough. Um, Cooley Kickham certainly are friends in low places after that win over the man he's got ahead early on and stayed ahead Keane Connor got the goal that was, you know that was that was that was a really important goal just good finish you know all day long on the rodeo like that's who you want you want a lad just finishing the scores and doing the business and then like the man he's unanswered prayers just they uh, couldn't get back into it ben, despite Ben McLaughlin trying very hard Stephen Kilcoyne coming back into it it was Cooley enacting revenge for that league defeat in Cooley so the Kevins they take on Roach Emmett and Hunterton take on Cooley that's yeah that's the wrap on the intermediate weekend with your Garth Brooks pro, um, puns if you don't know any of the Garth Brooks just ignore all that goggle walk I'll be getting into it more forensic like I always do in the uh, in the Red Star podcast because that's why you sign up and kind of listen to that sort of players who played well where where the game was won and the moments of the game um, where else are we going now we have uh, we've other actually we've other games we have minor semi-finals come up as well RD are in the under 15 final that's on tomorrow night against the O'Connell Savannah and Dunlear combination the Blues take on Cooley um, and then in the uh, where's the other one that's the semi-finals and then the minor finals are next weekend you have RD and the Joes in the A final Savannah and O'Connell's and Dunlear apologies to Dunlear I left them out they take on the Gales in the semi-finals well seemingly they're going to be played before the senior semi-finals and maybe they might go in front of the intermediate don't know what way it, it, it is going to go as it stands in the B final Kilcarely in the B semi-final Kilcarely and the Mals take on Toker and then Glen Emmett take on Balatalun um, seemingly near Martin have a hell of an under 13 side they beat Glen Emmett and then the Knicks won they beat their neighbours in the other in the under 13 final as well um, so plenty going on, full full action, full value. Uh, where else are we? Is that everything now to finish up? Yeah, that's the wrap on, on the weekend. Yeah, I suppose the power rankings weren't, weren't too bad. It was just bar the um, the Mitchells. The Mitchells were down. So who's left? I have two, three, two, three, um, four, five, six. I suppose yeah, I have a couple of teams left. It was just. Everyone's more or less the same bar the Mitchells, so you kind of move everyone up one, and it looks like the Finbars are, are, are top seed now, but they'll be the team that takes out the, the top seeds, the Bannon, and then you have Lanlear Glide taking on Tones, who are clustered there as well. So, yeah, I'm going to have guests on, I'm going to preview all those games, really looking forward to a really hectic weekend um, action, you know, 
uh, but it still continues roll into next week the momentum going to keep it on the podcast keep that going and yeah looking forward to it looking forward to getting a little bit of a nap and reassessing then getting the, the red stars out there and then really ramping it up and hyping up and going into depth on those semi-finals and previews probably have a guess for each and every one it kind of helps things and gets their their insight on on teams they probably might have faced so that's where maybe a clue of who the lads and the calibre lads that might be on on the podcast during the week thanks very much for listening thanks very much for tuning in and hopefully you can sign up now patreon.com forward slash loud and proud RD Credit Union Defy Sports Apparel Smith and Drahad have supported me all through this championship run which is great and then yeah that's it on yourselves as well thanks for signing up if you have and I will talk to you John Wick will be you will be sick of hearing me so Red Stars and three separate preview champions good luck bye bye and thanks Loud and Proud Champions brought to you by Defy Sports Apparel and RD Credit Union.